So I'm just like, all right, well, when they turned down my, my offer to create this major, they were like, you know, you can do this, but we're not sure what you're going to do after school. So you are now listening to the Conscious Creative Corner, the intersection of unapologetic lifestyle and creativity. Get ready to be inspired and dive into uncensored truths with tackling business and mental space with other transparent influencers and entrepreneurs. Let our conscious conversations normalize the chaos you may call life. Our episodes will give you the confidence you need to zone in on your creativity and manifest your innate abilities to create. Let's get consciously creative. What's up guys? I am your host Sia and today I want to talk to you a little bit about my journey to creativity. Now I know some of you may already know this about me but I have always been creative probably since day one of birth. Um, Only my mother can attest to that so mama if you're listening verify please in the reviews. Uh, But I wanted just to tell you guys how I have evolved even simply from last year and how I am now still harnessing my creativity even through simple tasks. So I know from a very young age I wanted to be a dancer and my mother did enlist me into ballet so I have done ballet in the past. I've done modern dance. I've done liturgical dance um, even praise dance at church and these are just some of the things that help me um, as a person outlet my voice because I was very shy am still shy to this day but for me personally um, I was a different person when I was dancing and I I don't want to say a different person but there was just another part of me that shone or shined so brightly um, versus when I was speaking I just I felt the music I felt the beat every rhythm felt like a a new paragraph if we are comparing it to words and so from there you know I went to high school Um, I didn't choose to go that path Um, rather in high school I started writing um, again another outlet for my voice Um, because when we think voice people always think literally but literally um, it's not Usually, your voice that people are hearing, it's the message. And when I danced, I had a message. When I wrote, there was a message. So just because I wasn't speaking didn't mean that I didn't have a message. And so, you know, we're going to fast forward now. You know, three through college, you know, you go to high school, everyone's like, oh, you need to go to college. Of course, my mother was not going to let me go to school for dance. Okay, guys, if you guys know my mom, you well, you know, <laughs> she wasn't going to let me go to school for dance. Um, but you know, through college, I, I did dance anyway. I did um, African dancing and Caribbean-inspired um, dancing, and so I had that. But even through my studies, I still felt the need to be creative. Um, so if I rewind it back, right before entering college, I started a blog. And back then, nobody nobody really knew what blogging was, but I did, right? Because I was a writer in high school. So I started a blog. Um, I gained some traction with, like, really big-name companies. My blog was about natural hair. I'm lying. My first blog was actually about um, reviewing pop culture with my best friend. And we uh, wrote about things like... Um, the newest movies, um, black cinema. We wrote about books, um, things like that. And then I kind of ventured off. My friend, by the way, he is a dancer, professional dancer at that right now. So we went to him. He took that avenue um, of creativity. But for me, uh, it was still more so the writing. So I 
I um, ventured off and I started doing a natural hair blog and it was called the transitioner number seven I will never forget and it did gain some traction with a lot of hair companies they love my style and um, there I was able to create like really cool hairstyles um, and then I found out that there was something called YouTube now guys YouTube has been a around for a while it's just now like really fire and everybody's trying to be a YouTube star but back then I was just trying to share my message with the world and it shared pretty well and through there, I found my love of film and um, producing and uh, things of that nature. And then I had a friend who helped me harness that that side of myself um, on her set. And she was actually one of the very first guests we interviewed here on The Corner. So make sure you go back to maybe it was episode two or three and um, look for that episode. But she is a film producer as well. So uh, big ups to her. You know, just having a lot of creatives in my corner really helped me to get to the point where I am now. Um, but, you know, so I did the whole YouTube thing, still doing the YouTube thing. It's been, well, if we're looking back, it's probably been over 10 years at this point where I've been doing YouTube not very um, steadily. Sometimes I have bouts of steadiness. Sometimes I don't. It's just about the season I'm in. But it helped me to learn not just how to teach on camera, but when you are on camera, how to engage the audience, um, how to film and at the same time even though I love the film aspect I was still a writer I have a couple of scripts that uh, over time will get produced uh, once I'm in that season but it's just you know I'm, I'm sharing this story with you because I, I want to again inspire someone out there who thinks that you know well I'm not creative as in if you're you feel like you're not creative you are um, everybody has some kind of creativity in them even if it's like knitting I don't know why I always go back to this analogy guys but even if it's knitting it's still something that's going to allow you to express your voice through a different medium other than the vocals or the um yeah, the vocals that God has given you. Uh, so from there, you know, I did the whole YouTube thing. Now at this point, I'm in grad school. And in grad school, it's all about, you know, at this point, you should know what you, you want to do. So in grad school, I'm here studying therapy because, you know, outside of my creativity, I was pretty interested in therapy. And I thought that perhaps I could use this and become a therapist one day. But yet, knowing that that still wasn't my passion, because my passion always lied in writing and dancing and all the creative things that you can think of. And so I graduated, uh, went to the therapy field, did a little bit of that. And then one day I decided, like, I'm not doing this anymore. All right, guys. So, yeah, call me crazy. I know the people out there, Gen Z is probably like, not Gen Z. What's the, what's the generation? You know, like the baby boomers and all of them, they're probably, like, pulling their hair listening to me. But I feel like people get so stuck in patterns and they're afraid to venture off. But for me, it was just like, no, this is what I need to do or not need to do in this case. So I was just like, I'm quitting. I'm not doing this therapy thing no anymore. And I took, I, I quit. I quit my job. I remember there was like a good study eight months where I did nothing though. And that was my problem, guys. I wanted to be so creative and I was so overwhelmed with creativity where I'm just like, I can't. Like it was so um, like destabilizing. So at this point, I'm just like, all right, let me just go back into therapy. And I got another job in therapy. Mind you, all those eight months I could have, I very well could have done something creative, but I didn't. But, you know, God had a plan. So I went into 
um, another therapy job. I then had my children and um, kind of fast forwarding really fast, right? Um, then um, I quit again. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to blog full time once again. So in between, I've been blogging, making money, you know, um, side pieces here and there. But because of my consistency piece, and people are going to tell you, like, you know, in order to be successful, you have to be consistent. I think I'm not consistent in one avenue, but I'm always consistent in my creativity, which is why I'm so lucrative with it. Um, you and you could take lucrative. It's a subjective term, so you could take it however you like. But that that's what happened. So here I am now. Um, well, then. <laughs> Um, blogging full time. And then I realized like, you know, people would reach out and be like, hey, Sia, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And then um, a cousin of mine really inspired me. She was just like, you know, I'm blogging full time too. You could really do it and you can help others. And so then I decided that, hey, I'm going to help teach people how to blog and make this content become cash. And that's what I did. And I did that for about a year or two. Um, once I had my daughter, things slowed down a lot, drastically. Now, remember, in this time now, guys, I am a licensed um, professional. The Department of Public Health is knocking on my door every year to make sure I renew my license, right? So I'm renewing it, but not using it. Um, and I think I did a episode probably like a year ago talking about how I was just like, oh, you know, therapy is for me but I what I'm realizing and I'm saying this now what I realize is that the mode in which I was doing therapy wasn't for me God was calling me to do therapy on my own terms and when you're with an agency it's kind of hard to do that but now that I'm out of an agency I'm now doing my private practice and I can do art therapy I can do all the different kind of therapies that I want where I'm not it's not so rigid I'm like okay this is something I want to do because I get to practice my creativity if I want to do um, theatrics within therapy I can and I'm I'm grateful and honored that, you know, God kind of took me on this journey to show me that this is where I want you to be. Now, funny story, when I was in undergrad, I, um, I think I wanted to major in psychology. I took a couple psychology classes and even um, sociology. And I was like, this ain't for me. This ain't it, sis. No, mine. I can't do it. So I then switched over to something called an individualized major. Hint, hint. This is where my creativity came in again. And when you're doing individualized major, you're doing something that's outside of the curriculum. So you had to pick a, a major that's not like your standard. So I think they had some like, I want to say um, like broadcasting or something like that. Um, but I took it a step further and I was just like, well, this is still not what I want to do. So I created a major and had to present it in front of a board. Guys, it got declined. My major was media and a family because what I wanted to do was working communication sciences, doing like broadcasting and things like that and writing and working with families. And my whole proposal was that I wanted to break the barriers down for people who didn't have access to um, like therapy and, and doing it online and things like this. Remember, guys, now so this is 2000. What? This is 2009 when I'm doing this whole thing. Or 2009, 2010, circa 2009, 2010, and I'm doing this whole thing, and they're just like, what are you talking about? No. Um, I remember going to a fair in the midst of me trying to get this approved, and people were just like, wow, you're pretty much ahead of your time because we're working on something called telemedicine, and this was me talking to Aetna at the time. They were like, oh, you know, we're working on something called telemedicine, but that's not to come out anytime soon. So I'm just like, all right, well, when they turned down my, my offer 
to create this major, they were like, you know, you can do this, but we're not sure what you're going to do after school. So um, just try to, I think what it was missing was um, more communication science pieces. So I had to go search through all of my university's um, course curriculum and um, implement more into my course curriculum. So if you guys have never been to university before, uh, when you pick a major, let's say your major is um, accounting, they'll have a list of all the, the components you have to, to hit in order to um I guess graduate and so that's what I was basically doing building my curriculum from the ground up again there goes the creativity in me uh, so I did that and uh, once I put in more writing courses and more communication and media courses, they got approved. I remember my advisor one day telling me, like, you know, you're probably just going to end up going right back into doing regular psychology or therapy work. And I was like, that's fine. But this is just a fulfillment of mine. And look at it now, guys. We are in COVID-19 era and people do everything online down to helping people therapy online. And that's what I'm doing now with my private practice. So I'm just like, sometimes I sit back and I, I really look at what God um, had in store for me and I try not to question it too much. Even now, you know, as we're still growing, I'm still trying not to question the things that he does, but it's just amazing. And it puts me in awe of him because who would have thought that I would be doing this major that I made up from scratch, guys, um, to this day? Because a lot of people graduate from high, from not high school. Um, a lot of people graduate from college or universities thinking like, oh, you know, I'm never going to do what I um, got my major in. But here I am today doing it, still being creative, still being that person that God put on this earth to help inspire others and teach others how to live in their creativity so you create and be great guys I just wanted to share that little story with you bring you on the journey of who I am with my creativity now there's other things in the mix where you know I started doing like playing instruments and things like that um, especially my guitar Jafar I named him Jafar maybe I'll save that story for another day <laughs> but um, never question why you're doing something or never let anyone else question why you're doing something if you know for a fact that God has placed you in the position to to be great within that time period. So I am really hoping this touched someone and some or was a word for someone um, that was really struggling with figuring out why God was doing certain things in their lives. Mm, sis, bro, if you're listening, I know this message is for you <laughs> because I felt a little tingle in my spirit just now when I said that. So I hope this helps guys we are wrapping up this season i cannot believe it's been we're like in what 15 16 episodes in this is crazy um but i'm so excited for the second season to come in too because we have such great interviews and things like that but i'm gonna stop talking because i know sometimes i'd like to let the cat out of the bag prematurely but all right guys thank you so much for listening uh, make sure you give us a shout on instagram or leave us a message because we love featuring you guys i will talk to you guys in the next episode be great
Hey creatives, thanks for listening to the Conscious Creative Corner. If you like the show, be sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or the listening platform of your choice. It helps other creatives find ways to listen to our uncensored truths. Be sure to check us out on Instagram to let us know how you enjoyed the show with a screenshot or a DM. We'll be sure to feature you. You can send your screenshots to the CCC Podcast or the cccorner.com. If you are struggling with finding your creativity, check out the show notes for your free guide and tips on creating content in your creative zone. Don't let this episode stop you. Share this episode and visit our Patreon page for cool bonuses and to be involved with the creative community that listens here on our podcast. We'll also be showing you and giving you cool tutorials on how to unleash your creativity. I'll talk to you in the next episode.